Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Food School Smarter, Stronger, Leaner podcast on a mission to inspire a world where food makes us better. Guys, today is Monday. It's almost the beginning of new months, so time to set some audacious goals, commit to new practices and new habits that will ultimately transform our life. Goals their directions, we already talked about it, they're important to give us a sense of where we want to go, where are we moving, and are we moving closer to where we want to be, or are we moving away from it? But what makes it all happen, what transforms our lives, not goals, but our habits, our daily routines, our daily actions, what we actually do consistently, that what transforms our lives, and that what is worth all the needed investments of our energy and time. On the second note that we are dedicating most of the time today, we are talking about weight loss, and I was, I got really inspired over the last week to write this article, this post about weight loss 2.0 or weight loss using the science of human biology, human health, um, the science or our knowledge of our evolutionary history to help us to lose weight and maintain weight and health at the same time much easier than cavemen would. What do I mean by that? So guys, uh, by the way, the link is going to be available in the show notes for you to check out the uh, full blog, Weight Loss 2.0, or still losing like cavemen. Even Boris Johnson admins this is a serious issue. So in this blog, I'm talking about cavemen weight loss or, you know, the way we would lose weight in like prehistoric times and how most of the people still do it, and what we actually can do using the knowledge that we already have to make it easier and faster and much less painful with the least amount of suffering. Um, So cavemen, cavemen weight loss. Let's together think about it. When would cavemen, uh, during evolution, lose weight? When would it naturally happen? You know, back then, when food was scarce most of the time, nobody was thinking to, nobody was thinking about losing weight. Even now, 821 million of people are hungry around the world, meaning they don't have enough food to support their optimal health, well-being, and productivity. So it's not like something happened in some distant past. It actually happening still right now. And our grandparents probably experienced quite a lot of hunger. Uh, they were not uh, able to eat whenever, whatever, as much as they could. Um, so uh, having abundant calories is quite a recent uh, um, event or um, state of reality for in some parts of the world, not everywhere in the world. Again, 821 people, according to statistics, are still hungry in our world. Um, so guys, uh, when would cavemen lose weight? Cavemen would lose weight in one case, when they didn't have enough food. And so for our 
biology for the fate of cavemen, what weight loss meant is that we didn't have enough food and we might die. That was a real possibility. We didn't get enough food, you know, so at first we're going to get nutrient deficient and then we're not going to have enough energy. We're not going to have, uh, we're going to have some diseases and sicknesses that eventually come with nutrient deficiencies and then we're going to die. So weight loss for cavemen meant death. Maybe that's why they call it diet, you know, when we try to diet and try to lose weight. So weight loss, again, for cavemen meant possible death. Because the only time cavemen would lose weight when they didn't have enough food. But compared to us, they did not know when food is going to come. So that was a real possibility of dying. So nobody in caveman times, would try to lose weight on purpose. Uh, there was, uh, you know, reason for that. And more often than not, a little bit more body fat was good news, not bad news. Weight loss for caveman meant possible and quite real uh, death. And so let's talk about caveman further. What would... Let's imagine, let's think about it. What would cavemen experience while losing weight because of lack of food, available food? So cavemen would be stressed because, well, when you don't know when your um, food is coming and you can die, possibly, uh, you're going to be stressed whether you want it or not. They probably wouldn't sleep that much because, well, they were nutrient deficient and sleep requires does require some specific nutrients. But uh, more than that, they would be like running around or trying to figure out where to get that food, right? It's not the best time to sleep. So cavemen probably during weight loss wouldn't sleep that much for, you know, nutritional reasons and also because of stress. And because of the need to get that food, to get that next meal. So stressed, sleepless. The third one, they probably wouldn't be that social. Like it's not the time to find friends, to bond, to make families when you're starving. You're going to become not as social, not as friendly. You're going to be surviving and searching for resources. Nobody in survival mode is friendly and open and, you know, sharing. That's that's not what happens when we are trying to survive. So, again, stressed, sleepless, not social. Um, another thing, cavemen would probably try to get as many calories as possible whenever they get to eat. So if they're losing weight and they finally found some source of nutrition, they will probably eat as much as possible and they would prioritize the most nutrient-dense foods so they could store as much as possible of that food. So uh, if that happens again and the next meal, you know, they don't know when it's going to come, they cannot be sure of that. And so they would store as much as possible and need the most nutrient and energy-dense foods, right? Might sound familiar at this point. And then what else? It's actually not going to be in their survival interests um, to lose as much weight, as much fat as possible. Actually, it would make much more sense to store as much fat or as much energy as possible. So they would probably eat 
the most nutrient dense foods to store as much, but then also biology, our metabolism would switch to not let us lose as much uh, while starving and waiting for the next meal. Why is that? Because the longer we are able to conserve that energy, the more chances we have to find that next meal and to actually survive. So losing the most amount of weight in that in those conditions it would not be beneficial. That's why, you know, they might become uh, weight loss resistance, resistant. That also might sound familiar for those who, of you who try to do weight loss and hit the plateau and it just wouldn't, you know, go. The body would um, fight till the very end to release that weight, to release that extra fat. And now you might understand why it would make sense. First of all, people are still hungry now, so don't expect our biology uh, to change that much because actually there is no reason for nature to do that because especially now coronavirus, you know, a lot of people are struggling to get enough food, many more than before. So evolution will not change that fast for sure. And the, what I was talking about, um, <laughs> just understand that from the perspective or of our brain and our body and our biology and our evolution, every time we are trying to lose weight, uh, every time we try to lose weight, it means that we are starving, that there is a lack of nutrition, and we might possibly die. And that's why our body, our brain, they will fight uh, till they can our every effort to lose weight. Because for our body and brain, weight loss means possible death. Weight loss means possible death. So understand that. And now you might start understand to understand why our biology uh, it fights weight loss that much in the conditions that we described above. Uh, cavemen, right? Stressed, sleepless, not social. Um, nutrients are very scarce. A lot of nutrient deficiencies. Uh, food, you know, comes and goes. And so now. If you were a little bit smarter and you actually paid attention to what was happening in our nutrition and health science, you would understand that you could actually work in a way that gives different signals to your body. So your body is comfortable with losing weight. So cavemen were stressed. So what can we do to make us less stressed while losing weight? Well, we can do things like sleeping more. Cavemen were sleepless, right? We could do things like sharing, bonding, uh, talking to other people about our journey more. Um, hugging people, you know, that releases oxytocin, that produces this instant uh, stress relief effect. We could do stretching. We could do, uh, we could go to spa. We could do 
different relaxation techniques. We could listen to our favorite music, to um, a lot of different things that we love doing when we are relaxed. And again, the huge thing to um, lower stress levels is sleep. And so instead of trying to sleep the least amount of hours, trying to squeeze in cardio or another workouts or errands, uh, all of the errands, you know, all at once, instead of stressing as much as possible, you know, um, eating less is already kind of stress, but we can experience less of that stress. So instead of stressing, we could help our body to feel not that stressed by sleeping more, by being friendly, connecting with people, sharing our journey, connected with people who love us, who genuinely wish um, wellness and happiness and well-being to us. Um, again, we could do different practices like going for massages or doing self-massage with things like foam rolling, releasing fascia or that you know tissue that usually gets tense and we feel more stressed. Um, we could, again, do do take hot bath, do aromatherapy at home or elsewhere, and go for walks in nature. A lot of these stress-releasing activities will help us to feel less stressed. So this was number one, sleepless. We already addressed that. And on my blog, you can find um, quite few good tips um, based on all the science we have about sleep, how to sleep better, how to sleep more, that will also help you tremendously to um, lower the amount of stress. Then when it comes to exercise, um, it seems like the more you move, the more you exercise, the better it is for weight loss. But actually, no. Uh, the easier the less intense our exercise is, the less stress we perceive, and the less overall stress we feel. And again, it's going to help us to maintain lower levels of stress that is not consistent with what a caveman would experience while losing weight. And that actually might uh, fool our brain and our body into thinking that that is not that bad. We are not stressed. So probably the situation is not that bad, right? And what I'm telling you right now, guys, it's not a it's not like proven science in a sense that there were no uh, double placebo, double blind placebo studies confirming that. But that what worked for me to finally lose all the like weight I, I didn't want and get into the best shape of my life, but also helped a lot of my clients who over this past decade I experimented on uh, knowingly, sometimes on purpose, sometimes not on purpose. Um, and that works, guys. So first, lowering stress by sleeping better, but not over-exercising, but by doing things like uh, walking more. You know, I walk about a couple of hours every day. Uh, not running like freaking tigers chasing you all the time. That is not great uh, signal to your body. <laughs> or to not a great tool to lower your stress levels. Uh, so not like no nonstop cardio and high intensity interval training all the time and CrossFit and, you know, all these crazy workouts. That is very stressful. And stress for our body means, you know, tigers might be chasing us and we are not getting enough food also on top of that. So, you know, death, it, if death might be around the corner. So that, 
we want to avoid that signal. The next very important thing, cavemen would experience nutritional deficiencies. And a lot of people going on a diet, a lot of clients come to me for because of this reason that they can't figure out why they eat almost nothing and have really hard time losing weight. So the issue with that is when we get nutrient deficient for our body, it means there is lack of food, there is lack of nutrition we need, and it might not be caloric, even though most of the people would try also, of course, reduce calories a lot while losing weight. But nutritional deficiencies for our body means that we are starving and we can die because certain nutrient deficiencies can easily lead to death, some sooner, some later. And so cavemen, because of lack of food overall and very limited eating choices, they would have a lot of nutrient deficiencies. That was one of the reasons why they didn't live that long, um, besides being chased by the tigers. But then we can do the opposite. We, uh, in our daily caloric budget, we can design or feed in as many nutrients as it humanly possible by choosing certain foods that are more nutrient dense than others. And that's what I usually do with all of my clients and myself. And then on top of that, we supplement. And so the body and brain then then again get different signal from what cavemen would get. Uh, instead of getting lack of nutrients, our body all of a sudden gets a lot of nutrients, a lot of all these vitamins and minerals to run all the processes the body needs to run. And so the body and the brain, they're not freaking out anymore. Because, okay, we're getting a little bit less calories, but there is a lot of abundance of nutrients. And so the body and the brain, they think, okay, we're not really starving. And so this is like Again, confused signal. And from my practice, what seems to happen is that the body is not resisting weight loss anymore that much because you are getting nutrients to run all the processes. And so all the machinery is working fine and the body and the brain, they they aren't freaking out. And you are losing weight much easier without struggling that much. Whereas a lot of people still are losing weight like cavemen these days, going on some cabbage or uh, one food kind of diet, either like fruitarian or some sort of vegan or some sort of, some sort of carnivore that actually might be nutritionally a little bit better uh, than a lot of vegan diets, but still might be deficient in many, many nutrients. And so all these diets, what they do again caloric deficit plus a lot of nutrient deficiencies. And so the body and the brain would get that signal that, you know, um, something bad is happening and we'd better keep uh, for as long as possible all the fat we have. And here you go. You Again, you have resistant weight loss or fat loss. Whereas again, you can do something different. You can design meal plan that is super rich in nutrients. On top of that, you can supplement. Um, I would always recommend to all of my clients some good multivitamin, B vitamins, that is the very least. And then on top of that, you can add some substances like L-carnitine that is proven to be essential for burning uh, fat for 
energy, right? And so again, you can help your body out by getting energy from your own fat instead of not giving that to the body, making it extra hard to to burn fat for energy, if not impossible. By the way, guys, did you know that probably L-carnitine is also in our muscle tissue? And that might be a reason why when we are on a diet and not getting enough of it, our body to get energy starts burning muscle because it does not have that L-carnitine to burn fat for energy. So anyhow, so that's another thing that, you know, cavemen would do. They would starve for nutrients and calories, but we can do it differently. We can reduce calories, but still flood our bodies with nutrients. And that's, I think, the core of my post of my article that there are more details, so check it out when you get a chance using the link in the show notes. The main idea is, guys, cavemen, while losing weight, would be stressed, sleepless, nutrient deficient, uh, asocial, meaning probably hangry, hungry and angry, like a lot of people on uh, not a very smart diet are. So stressed, sleepless, nutrient deficient, hangry and not social and running around like tigers chasing them, um, you know, all the freaking time looking for food and for, I don't know, other purposes. So, and more often than not, they would probably become weight loss resistant because they needed that energy to survive as long as possible. But weight loss 2.0, based on the science that we have and on the resources that are available to us, it can be different. It can be stress less. We can sleep a lot. We can flood our bodies and brains with nutrients, vitamins, minerals, and other substances supporting burning fat for energy. We can connect with people more instead of being antisocial and hangry. And all of that will give different kinds of signals to our body, to our brain. And from my experience and all the case studies, that will allow you to lose that weight, that fat much easier, much faster, with less pain and suffering, emotional and sometimes even physical suffering, uh, without too much hunger, really. And then, very important part is also, it will not trigger the same binging, overeating responses that cavemen would have. Because, yeah, you are calorie deficient while losing weight, but hopefully it's not that much. I don't recommend ever to be in a huge caloric deficit, like 1,000 calories or something. That is, I think, still too much stress on our energy-producing systems. Uh, But you're not going to get that binging response as cavemen would get, because while losing weight, you would still get all of the nutrients you need, all the micronutrients, I mean, and that would mean that your body would not have the urge to eat as much calories and variety of foods as possible to restore that deficit as fast as possible. And what also would happen again, you you would stop binging and have this insatiable hunger. 
And that, I think, a huge factor when you're trying to lose weight and maintaining long term. So anyhow, that's weight loss 2.0. Hopefully, you're not going to be losing like cavemen anymore because the better way is out there. And it just, you know, not evenly distributed. So check out the, my blog. Check out this article. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out with, you know, any questions about how you can modify maybe your meal plan or your whole lifestyle to suffer less, lose more, and maintain your ideal body weight um, effortlessly for as long as you want. So reach out, ask questions. I'm more than happy to help you out. Don't forget to share this episode with one other person, either with who you want to talk about it or maybe somebody who's struggling right now that might change their whole life, guys. So please do share. Uh, Please uh, reach out if you have any questions and need more help. And as usual, guys, have an awesome week. And till next time, eat better daily.